God bless you and welcome to Walk in Truth Christian Fellowship Church broadcast. We appreciate and welcome all of you, our listeners around the world. Stay tuned to hear an exciting word from the Lord. Feel anything because they can feel that you don't feel anything. 
That love speaks to love. Don't the word tell us about that? That, you know, if you don't have love, he said you're nothing but a resounding symbol. <laughs> it don't matter what all you do and what all you say. If you don't have the love of God in you, you're not of him. Because God is what? Love. God is love. God is love. That's him. That's first and foremost. God is love. God is love. And I was telling my brother the other day that, you know, <clears throat> when we're in Christ, Pastor even said this. He didn't promise that every day was going to be unicorns and lollipops. He didn't promise that it was going to be a chicken in every pot every day. But he promised you no matter what you're going through that he will never leave you or forsake us. He will never leave us or forsake us. It doesn't matter where we find ourselves. He said, let your light so shine before man so they can see your good work and glorify me that's in heaven. So when you down and you can still have a on your face. And you can still say praise the Lord to the world that's foreign to them. They look at you like, what? Girl, you ain't got no light. You broke, your car, your car broke down, and you somebody praise the Lord? What's wrong with you? There's nothing wrong with me. I have peace that surpasses all understanding because I know Jesus will work it out. And so that is giving glory to God. Because see, the things of this world, we all know will pass away. Amen. But the fruit of the Spirit is what lasts. Your peace, your joy, your long-suffering. Long-suffering. Now, that's one of the fruits that I don't even like to speak of, but that is one of, that is one of his fruits, the fruit of the Spirit. Amen? Amen. And, and those, those are treasures that God gives us. Amen. That strength and ability to go through things with his fruit, his peace, his joy, his patience, his kindness. See, we can, we can do all of those things, but we can't do nothing else. We can be kind to someone. We can hug someone when you see that they down try. And you know what? Sometimes that's all it takes is a touch. A, a touch of affection Amen. for someone to know there is a God. Because you don't know what that person is going through. And I am sometimes guilty of that, you know, you look at a person and they have a snarl on their face or a frown on their face and the Lord, and the Lord will speak to you in that still small voice and he'll say, go over there and hug them. You're like, me uh -huh. huh? <laughs> right? Yeah, Go over there and hug that person, or right? you just tell tell them that I love them. Yeah. Do it. Amen. Do it. Amen. And you'll be surprised at the response you'll get. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that's just what I needed to say. You know, and all of a sudden, you know, you bring that joy will rise up in them, and that was just that was God working through you. Yeah. It's not complicated. Like rocket science. Right. He asked us to do little things. Little small things. That's how God works. Amen. 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 Well, the Lord 
put on my heart uh, this message, the scripture in the book of John. You all, if you have your Bibles, you can turn to John, the fourth chapter. And I'm going to talk about the Samaritan woman. Okay. The woman at the okay. well. you know, reading and meditating on this word for a long time, because we've been in the book of John for a long time. And the Lord just kept bringing me back to this chapter, because we're all the way at the end, but I could never get past the woman at the well. He had something for me about that woman at the well. And so I was reading it, and you know, sometimes you're trying to get that revelation. You know, you're trying to think of something that's so dynamic from the Lord. God got something good, you know, something dynamic. I'm going to rule the people. And it's not about that. Again, he wants to minister to our heart. It could be something so small and simple that you just might miss it. If you're not listening for the Spirit. See, that's the difference of being in our own imagination and being and listening to the Spirit of the Lord. Because His Word is saying, His ways are not our ways, and His thoughts are not our thoughts. Amen. So I pray about that too, Lord. Let me get out of my will. Let me come to the end of myself so that I can see you. Let me not confuse my will for your will. You know, and I, and I find that most of the time, what God wants me to do is the exact opposite of what I think I should do. Yeah. yeah. What God wants you to do is you the exact opposite of what you want to do. You know, and I've learned that. And, and it's so hard to to mortify this flesh, you know, because you used to doing things a certain way, and God is saying, no, you do it that way. You know, you've been doing it that way for all these years, and how's that working out for you? And then, same result every time. And God is like, that's why I want you to try a new thing. Try a new thing. Do what I'm telling you to do. And when I tell you, when the Lord tells you to do something, and it's the opposite of what that flesh is trying to pull you to do, it's so weird because, again, it could be something as simple as, don't say nothing. <laughs> okay, ladies, y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> don't say nothing. And everything in you is saying, Don't say nothing. Just stand there. And I'm telling you. <laughs> but I tried it, and I'm telling you, it works. It works. I mean, God changes the whole atmosphere if you just shut up, stand and let God do his work. Oh,
So, my husband looked at me like, oh, really? How many times have you told you that? I can't tell. <laughs> and, you know, ladies, I don't know, God is leading me to tell you things, but, you know, in this day and age, we as women have had to take the reins in our homes and in our families. Amen. Unfortunately, some Amen. of the men have moved over to the passenger side of the car Amen. and given us the wheel. And we feel as though we have to run it, we have to drive it, we have to get us to where we need to go. Amen. But I'm telling you, be that humble woman of God that he has called us to be. And hold your husband up. Hold that man up. Encourage that man. I don't even care if he's not doing what we think he should be doing. Encourage him. Hold him up. Motivate him. Let him be the man. Stop telling him what to do. Stop putting down his ideas. Living water, 
The woman said to him, Sir, you have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. Where then do you get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us the well and drank from it himself, as well as his sons and his livestock? Jesus answered and said to her, Whoever drinks of this water will thirst again. But whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst. But the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water, bringing up into everlasting life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water that I may not thirst nor come here to draw. Jesus said to her, go, call your husband and come here. The woman answered and said, I have no husband, Jesus. No, the woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, you have well said, I have no husband. For you have had five husbands. And the one who you know, and the one that you now have is not your husband. And that you have spoken truthfully. The woman said to him, Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. Our fathers worship on this mountain, and you Jews said that in Jerusalem is the place where one ought to worship. Jesus said to her, Woman, believe me, the hour is coming when you will neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem worship the Father. You worship what you do not know. We know what we worship, for salvation is of the Jews. But the hour is coming, and now is, when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For the Father is seeking such to worship him. God is spirit. And those who worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. The woman said to him, I know that the Messiah is coming, who is called Christ. When he comes, he will tell us all things. Jesus said to her, I who speak to you am he. Amen. Amen. May the Lord add a blessing to the healing and the healing of his word. Well, I read the whole passage because, again, it, it, it's a lot to be gleaned from this scripture. But starting out in John, in, in the seventh verse, when the woman, when Jesus says to the woman, Give me a drink. Now, this is Jesus. He didn't need anything from her. He didn't need her to give him a drink. And I'm like, okay, Lord, I know it's something significant about you asking her to give you a drink. This is Jesus, the Lord of Lords. The, he is the king, the son of the king. Yeah. He yeah. could have touched yeah. that well and made the water just spring up out the well. Yeah. He didn't need her 
but he asked her for a drink. So I said, boy, what, what does that mean? And I, I must say, I'm going to tell you this. I went on YouTube and I searched through some, some messages, and I came across a message from a young man. So the, what I'm going to tell you about this scripture, I heard from someone else, but, God, but it spoke to me. And what the man said was, Jesus didn't need anything from her, but he desired something from her. He desired something from her. Jesus didn't want the drink. He didn't need her water, but he wanted her worship. So when he told her to give me a drink, what he was opening up in her was to come to me, to give your attention to me, Amen. to turn to me, Amen. to trust in me, Amen. to listen to me. Amen. I don't need nothing from you, but I desire this from you. I want your worship. I want your attention. Amen. I want you to turn your heart to me. Amen. And man said, you know, it was, it was profound, really, if you think about it. Just think about it, Jesus. Now, we know that. Yeah. We know that back in them days, they didn't have the word that we had. No, but just think if Jesus no, came up to you and said, give me a drink. What would you do? <laughs> well, you know what? She's right. Because we would look at him in the natural. We probably wouldn't recognize Jesus either. We wouldn't look in the spirit and recognize the Savior has come and asked me and asked you to do a service for him. Give me a drink, he asked her. But what he was asking her was to give me your worship. And God is asking us today to give me a to worship me, to turn to me, to pour out yourself to me. Go deep into your heart and pour out yourself to me. Give it to me. Give me a drink. Give me, offer me something of you. And what did he tell the lady? His response. He answered her because the Samaritan woman was like, what is it? You're a Jew and I'm a Samaritan. What you asking me for something? Because I don't know if you all know the history, but I'm sure because we know that the Jews had no dealings with the Samaritans. You know, they were a bastard race. They had been intermingled and they were worshiping pagans and, you know, they had abandoned God. So, the Jews snubbed their nose at them. You're, you're no longer on our level. You're, you know, you're not of our standards anymore. We have nothing to do with you. But what did Jesus do? He made a special trip. He made a special trip to go and seek out that woman. Just like he made a special trip to seek us out. Amen. He didn't have to come to us. No, he didn't. He didn't have to go into that dark place and look for us. Oh no. 
but he did. Filled with anger. It was filled with insecurity, brokenness, shame. 
rejection, hurt, despair. That well was full of the burden of sin. Amen. And God said, go in there and give me a drink. Give it to me. Give it to me. And watch what I give you back. Amen. You give me that murky water, and I'm going to give you living water. Unless my father draws them, 
and I will raise them up on the last day. So see, she didn't even know that she was being drawn in. Okay. That, that the father desired her and he drew her. But God does the drawing to salvation. Amen. We who are drawn have a passive role in the process. That's great. Uh, what I was researching about. And it said there is no doubt that we respond to, the, to him who draws us, but the drawing itself is all on the part of him. Amen. Simply put, the natural man has no ability to come to God, nor the desire. Because his heart is heart and his mind is darkened. And the unregenerated person doesn't desire God and is actually an enemy of God. <laughs> but as I told you before, I don't care how deep in sin you think you are. You ain't never too far from God. Right. And I found a scripture I want to read and share with you, which is uh, Psalms 139, starting at the seventh verse. It says, where can I go from your spirit? Oh, where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend into heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the utmost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me, and your right hand shall hold me. If I say, surely the darkness shall fall on me, even the night shall be light about you. Indeed, the darkness shall not hide from you, but the night shines as the day. The darkness and the light are both the same to you. There's no hiding place from God. There is no hiding place from God. I don't care where we go. Jesus is with us. So children of God, don't ever think you can hide from him. Lord, you said there's no shame. <laughs> so when I first started, you know, really coming to God and giving my life to Him and wanting to walk with God, but there were some times of the day that I want to do my thing. <laughs> so I was like, I get up in the morning and I'll be listening to the gospel and you know, going along there. I said about noon, I turn off the gospel music. Okay, God. You know, we have to be ever so careful 
Because it might be that very moment that you're trying to turn God off, that he want to use you the most. And I've experienced that too. Because God just send me to people and have a word for them. And I would be like, no, God, I don't want to do it right now. What? He would throw me into confusion. I couldn't see nothing or do nothing until I did what God told me to do. And that's a blessing. Now I know it's a blessing. That's just how much God loves me. That's just how much he trusts me with his word. That's just how much he wants to use me. that Jesus met me at the well that faithful day and gave me that living water that sprang up within me and led me to eternal life. And for those of you that have not had that encounter yet, Jesus is waiting for you. Jesus is waiting for you. He knows all about you. He knows your secrets. He knows your struggles. He knows your past. And he knows something you don't know. He knows your future. Amen? Jesus knows your sin. But he doesn't want to condemn you. He wants to redeem you. Give me a drink. Just like that woman at the well. Offer yourself to me. Jesus wants you to confess with your mouth and believe in your heart. For it is with your heart that you believe and and are justified. It is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. And he says, anyone who trusts in him will never be put to shame. Amen? Amen. God says, give me what you have, and I'll turn it into something beautiful. A fountain that will never run dry. Living water. The Spirit of God. Amen. Amen. This is Pastor Teacher Dr. James Sutton, and we are Walk in Truth Christian Fellowship Church, inviting you to come out and worship with us every Sunday at 8 a.m. at the Universal Church of Jesus Christ building located at 2301 Wallace Avenue, Overland, Missouri, 63114. Our Bible studies are held every Tuesday at 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. And if you miss the service and the Bible studies, you can listen at your leisure on any podcast platform of choice at Walk in Truth Radio. Please feel free to check us out on Facebook and see all the great ministries that we're doing around the world and in the local community. 
If you have any questions, please call me, the pastor, at 314-629-0024. Again, Walk in Truth, we're inviting all to come out and enjoy a great service with us. Leave your wallet at home and enjoy the service and worship in spirit and in truth. Multiply peace and grace to you.